The Shadow Diaries from Studio 71 and Snarled Entertainment. I could tell you all about my marathon two-day drive. About chugging energy drinks to stay awake through endless desert landscapes in which every thought, fear, and doubt I'd had over where I'd been and where I was about to go crossed my mind, haunting me as day faded seamlessly to night. I could divulge it all to you like a broken record on crack. Or I could spare you that for a relatively brief recap of how my insanely eventful first official writing assignment had gone so terribly awry. I was almost out of gas. Luckily, a sign for an oncoming gas station had just emerged on the horizon. Billy's gas and more. I turned off of I-10 and found myself on an old country road. On one side, the gas station. On the other, endless miles of swampland. I may not have reached my final destination, but I was getting damn close. If there was anything the last three weeks had taught me, it was to trust my intuition. Like when your hair stand on end for no reason, it probably means you're being watched. So, by the time I heard the footsteps, I already knew I wasn't alone. You're not supposed to be here, girl. Excuse me? I know what you're up to. We all do. Sir? Master, Reggie, come over here and take a look at her. An 80-year-old gas attendant was staring at me with his one good eye about 20 miles outside of Baton Rouge. Was he right? Was this how I'd get caught? By a fucking gas attendant? And the weirdo drifters hanging around this parking lot were now headed my way? You don't fool me. You don't fool any of us. Game over. Mister, I I don't know what you're talking about, but I need to go now. He grabbed my hand, clutching hard, his wrist shaking, his grip so tight it felt like he was going to snap my hand off. I had no way out, or at least I was too tired to see one. In this moment, it felt like this was the end. We know your plan, girl. Driving all the way out here to wreak havoc with your friends at yonder festival. Dancing to the devil music, drinking his poison, fornicating and such. He released his grip. As I realized, he was just a crazy old kook who saw a girl with short hair, dressed in black with Doc Martens and knew where I was headed. I breathed a massive sigh of relief. Fanatics, all of you, worshipping false idols, ruining our town. Yeah, damn kids, right? I looked up at the gray skies and felt the humidity, almost as if a storm was brewing. And I knew in my bones, that was a warning. And one thing's for sure. Something wicked this way comes. To be honest, I didn't really have a plan at the moment. I just drove. I found Eliza's pre-Civil War era hotel the Howard House, via some amateur sleuthing, and parked there, under a row of Spanish moss-covered oaks. Made my way to the front desk and said her fake register name. Uh, I have a drop-off for Tina Cousteau. Eliza loves marine biology. Yeah, third floor, last room on the right. Thanks. If I could just get to Eliza before she left, then I could tell her exactly what I learned from the lone survivor and avoid the impending doom of a 60,000-strong anarchic death riot. I raced up the stairs and ran down the hall to Eliza's room. 
Oh shit, look who it is. Thought you'd never come back. Hoped, actually. Where is she? Story's over. Go home, girl. She doesn't want you here. No one wants you here. You were just another fun thing to play with, to tell her scary stories to. Disposable once it got too tricky. Like trash. You're just scared. A scared boy. She trusted me. And I'm not weak like Trevor or any of the others. I know all about your dirty little secrets, music man. How you fed Eliza lies and lured her to you in your mommy's dark coven. Placing her under a hex without so much as a disclaimer of what would happen in the end. You would think that after what Marilyn did to your dad. Careful. Leaving him for dead. That you would be better than that. But no. You're happy to repeat history. In fact, it's a family legacy. You better shut the fuck up. Tell me where she is. Now or else. Or else what? You gonna call the cops? Don't test me. Write it in your little fan blog? Give me a break. What the fuck? Suddenly, out of nowhere, my body lunged at him, pinned Cooper and his smug face to the ground. Get off of me! Security! Then Cooper pushed me, and the whole thing became a brawl, biting and clawing and kicking. That's it! I'm finishing this, you bitch! Cooper wound up his fist, ready to strike. He came right for me, but I ducked, and he missed. Cracked his head on the leg of the bedpost, knocked out. I raced out of the room and down the stairs, and just like that, I was on the run again. Howard Anderson's office, may I ask who's calling? Hi, this is Erica Edwards from Chuck Stein's office at Today's Beat. Just confirming Chuck's two general guest passes for Voodoo Fest this afternoon. Two? Weird, all I see is one backstage pass for Chuck. Shit. Okay, on the reel, I kind of forgot to ask for the extra passes for his cousins. I'm gonna get totally boned if those kids call Chuck from Will Call and they aren't there. Is there anything you could do? No problem, let me check. General admission okay? Yup. Done. Really? I get it. We've all been there. Enjoy! Desperate times call for desperate measures including impersonating former colleagues over the phone and not limited to borderline ticket fraud. Right now, you're probably wondering why I didn't try and weasel my way backstage. Because I needed to be a ghost. No one could know I was coming. For this to work out, I needed to be an anonymous face in the crowd. One of those pesky kids the gas station attendant was talking about. I didn't have a clear plan yet. Just the feeling I would know the time to act when I saw it. If I could get into the venue, maybe... Just maybe I could stop the madness, even without talking to Eliza first. Voodoo Fest was in its 15th year, down south it's bigger than Coachella, and like everything in the Big Easy, there was an ominously mystical aura that surrounded the festivities. From the skull-shaped string lights that lit the entryway to the beer stored in a cauldron-shaped cooler, it felt like the whole place was buzzing with occult energy. Entering the festival with my guest pass, courtesy of Chuck's cousins, I got the full view of the mayhem that would soon transpire. Even at 2pm, the place was almost a quarter filled. A community of partygoers, ready for anything. In fact, as I waded into the mess of people, it suddenly occurred to me, anyone could be part of Marilyn's dark army. I had left myself totally vulnerable. Voodoo masks, evil face paint, a fever dream vortex of Burning Man-esque statues featuring demons and witches. 
half-naked dancers performing faux ritualistic numbers, and sweaty, writhing, totally wasted Gen Zers everywhere. In the midst of the crowd, a man in full white face makeup with blacked out eyes and an old top hat was running straight for me. Sprinting, in fact, his eyes were gleaming red, seeing straight through me like wolf, anticipating its prey. I froze up, like a deer in the headlights, awaiting slaughter until... He ran by. Relieved, I turned to see where he was running to. The main stage of the festival. That post last night was from her hospital, and now she's here. She's a god. I heard she's gonna do half her set standing in a ring of fire. Dark princess. It was all around. The rumors, the theories, the hero-worshipping. Pop Princess Eliza, unbreakable. About to perform her most insane set ever. And only I knew just how insane it may become. All I could see in the faces of the crowd was bloodthirst and death. Shayna? What the hell are you doing here? I'm just coming to see the show. Nah, that's not true. You're up to something. Whatever it is, I don't want to know about it. What if I told you something terrible was going to happen to her? (sighs) What now? There's this group, right? They took over her life, orchestrated her comeback, and they're about to leave her for dead. They're called the Divinity. The Divinity? That's like a new age celebrity cult. I know there's weird rumors about them, but they're harmless. Have you seen the riots at Eliza's shows? The urge viral videos, the ambulances and the body bags. Chuck, it's all them and they're trying to pull off something really dangerous and really evil. Jesus, shut up, Shayna. Chuck, you're not listening to me. You sound insane. These people, they take control of others' lives. Sell them a dream and make them a messenger and a martyr all in one. They're doing it to Eliza right now, and they're all around us, probably listening in. This is fucking crazy, but if what you're saying is true, then I would run away from it right now. I I can't. I can't stop. But thanks for caring. Good luck, Shayna. And then, he was gone. Into the sea of people. Probably back to Marilyn's VIP party. Back to pretending he knew nothing. And I was alone. Last chance to leave. Forget what I knew and try a new life. I even turned my head to the exit, and I should have gone, but... The lights go dark. The bass pounds. People scream, clap, hands in the air. 60,000 waiting for their dark princess. The show was about to begin. Cue strobe lights. Here we go. The strobes ramp up. A spotlight beams down, center stage, and Eliza rises from below on a mechanized podium, a ring of fire surrounding her. All hail. The song begins. Last chance. I took a deep breath and began to make my way through the crowd. A crowd of at least 10,000 in front of me as I bobbed and weaved my way onto the stage. Excuse me, coming through. It was like being in an orgy with clothes on. Everyone was grinding, grabbing, screaming. And that's when I started to notice the effect. Stronger now than at any point in the tour. The music was the vessel for the message. Eliza is perfect delivery system. A plucky, troubled pop singer. A comeback single. An album. Concerts. Videos. A rising tide of chaos and evil. All just a prelude to the tsunami wave of madness that was about to sweep over Voodoo Fest. 
The feeling radiated in my bones, in everyone's. It was coming from the speakers, from the strobes, even the ring of fire. It was a voice in your head saying, break something, hurt someone, hurt yourself. Like a headache shooting from your cortex to your bloodstream, infecting us all, minute by minute, second by second. Crowd went from grinding to shoving, laughing to howling, groping to hitting. Like a collective cocktail of Adderall and acid had washed over the sea of event goers. And Eliza was the Frankenstein monster on display to wreak carnage. The farther I went in, the worse the violence. I saw a shirtless man held down and beaten by the crowd. After a final whack with a tire iron, he lay there, knocked out and bleeding as concertgoers wiped his blood on their faces and took selfies. I wanted to intervene, to come to his rescue and push them away, but they'd have only taken me down with him. And with no one left to stop the show from going on, the mayhem would only spiral further. So, I forged onward. Jesus. Finally, I saw an opening, a way inside. Maybe there was still time to stop whatever the hell was going on. Only one more gate to backstage. Just like that, I slipped in behind the insta-famous crew into the VIP area. Like a shadow. Anonymous. Where immediately, an intense-looking man with short-cropped hair appeared in front of me, stopping me in my tracks. Hey, cutie. Want a drink? Um, I, I actually gotta go. Why? I gotta meet some friends. You just met one. Ha, funny. Come on, where do you really have to go, Shayna? What did you just say? Where do you really have to go, Angel? But that's not what he said. His hand suddenly landed on my wrist. A ring on his index finger with the evil eye of the divinity. Shit, they know I'm here. Get off me! I twisted out of his grasp and ran like hell almost running into a pack of girls. One of them has the same evil eye pendant. What the fuck is going on here? I ducked under a fence, leading me behind the stage. I knew Eliza was still singing, but I couldn't hear what she was saying anymore. Security guards were about 15 feet out. I waited for the two guards to turn the other way, hugged the barrier, and cut right. Suddenly, just like that, I'm alone. A set of stairs going down under the stage in front of me. At the bottom of the stairs was Shelby, the cat lady who runs lighting. I ran down the stairs fast before anyone could catch me. Shayna? I looked around and noticed there was a secret staircase up inside the ring of fire podium Eliza was performing on. All I needed was to go up there and stop this before it went too far. That was step one. Step two? I didn't have a step two yet. You need to leave. Now. I can't. They told us all you're coming. They're ready for you. It doesn't matter anymore. She's not worth it. Maybe she's not, but the crowd is. Eyes on Shayna, backstage. I looked Shelby deep in the eyes, pleading for sympathy. Come on, just give me this. She grabbed the walkie and stared at me for the longest 15 seconds of my life. Oh, fuck. Was this it? Was this how it was going to end? But nothing. Shelby dropped her walkie, looked at me, shook her head and let me pass. Thank you. I climbed up the stairs of the podium to find myself feet away from Eliza. In the ring of fire with her, music blaring. No clue what the fuck I'm supposed to do next. Eliza's usual choreographed dance had turned into one interpretive dance piece on stage. 
I stayed low, hoping the flames would shield me from view long enough to break through the noise and get past the demon, whose playtime I had just interrupted, to speak to Eliza. Then, mid-verse, she lunged backward and bumped right into me. She stopped singing and stared as the band played on. She clearly didn't recognize me. But I had a plan for that, straight from the Book of Virgil. Who are you? I should ask you that question, because you're not Eliza. Tell me, Divine Spirit, uh, what is your name? You, you can't hide, Spirit. Tell me your name, I impel you. I am Legion. Show yourself. Let me see you. Suddenly, I was transported and got a direct and hellish glimpse of what Eliza was possessed by, as the spirit showed its true self. Black spiral horns and a horse's snout, deep red eyes that gleamed out, and all around it, a red sea of human death and suffering. People cobbled together as spikes and blades swung down. A demonic torture world that an evil spirit called Lilitu seemed intent on using Eliza to replicate here among 60,000 rioting fans. As above, so below. Just as I began to wonder if anyone else was seeing the freaky-ass horse demon, Eliza came back into view. Eliza, I know you're in there. I know it hurts, but you have to listen. You have to hear me. Look into my eyes. She stammered, eyes spasming. I reached forward, grabbed her necklace, and ripped. I sent the evil eye flying into the audience. Eliza stood there, in a daze, as I hatched the next part of my plan and pulled off my shoe to reveal the butterfly and dandelion tattoos. She looked at them, cockeyed. Eliza, it's me! It's Shayna! Her eyes steadied, and then she came back. Oh my god, Shayna! We hugged as I stood up amid the flames, and at that moment they all saw me. Marilyn, Dr. Summers, the security, the VIPs, the dancers. Get her off the stage! What are you doing? I don't know! I, I can't stop this! The two of us, sheltered by the ring of fire. The crowd chanting, Marilyn furious. The band, Priya and the dancers, the security, everyone unsure what to do. Get the fuck off of there! Like an out-of-body experience, I grabbed Eliza's hand. I pulled her to the ground, pinning her down, grabbed the mic and threw it. The crowd screamed. You can't save me! And before I could say another word... The Shadow Diaries, directed by K. Asher Levin, written by K. Asher Levin and Zach Imbrogno, episodes 2, 5, 8, and 9, co-written by Matt Worley, produced by Gail Gilman and K. Asher Levin, edited by Fitz Harris, executive producers Michael Schreiber, Dave DeVries, Stephen Perlstein, and Gail Gilman, starring Madeline Petch as Eliza Gold and Kara Hayward as Shayna Secco, featuring Constant Zimmer as Marilyn Rose, Kay Asher Levin as Chuck, 
Markia McCarty as Priya, Clint Howard as Dr. Summers, Lydia Hurst as Christine, Davi Santos as Trevor, Carter Jenkins as Cooper Rose, Gerald Webb as Virgil, co-produced by Andrew Seeley, Josh Falcon, audio engineer, Annalise Nelson, associate producer, music provided by Gramoscope, mixing by Peter Lipinski, podcast cover art by Dak Schaefer, script supervisor, Rebecca Samini. Additional featured voices by Zach Imbrogno, Sarah Lukasowicz, Danny Gonzalez, Patrick Hambrick, Danielle Hootmer, Lauren Stevenson, Marina Ashfar, Zach Justice, Brighton Charbino, Saxon Charbino, Jimena Medina, David Warwick, Max Sternbaum, Jack Donnelly, Zeke Thomas, Dustin Moat, Brady Morphy, Sarah Sinsel, Dylan Swimmer, Ella Swimmer, Kira Lukasowicz, and B. Busta.